0: because it's obviously a really big deal here and i guess we'll talk about that a little bit later but i have a guest with me of course do you want to introduce yourself
1: hi i'm fifth child
0: okay hi (laughs) so (laughs) we'll roll right into it some people may not know you're not originally from here do you tell people that
1: uh not often oh oh my bad yeah No, not often, because it's it's the only home I've ever really known. Okay. I was born in California, for sure, um, Mm. but I left at a very, very early age, so before I could really remember anything.
0: Okay, so why did you guys relocate to Jackson, Mississippi?
1: So, my grandfather is a, or was a rocket scientist.
0: Oh, wow, seriously? Yeah. okay.
1: I mean, that's the story as I remember it. <laughs> But But, um, so, he is originally from Mississippi, okay. but him, you know, the rest of my family um, on my mom's side grew up in California. Er, okay. He moved to California as an adult and mm-hmm. lived and raised his family in California. Okay. And, um, so, my parents met in L.A. Mm-hmm. The rest of my siblings were born in houston then they are in the houston area like colleen texas and houston and then relocated to la before i was born okay so um he wanted to start a business back in uh his home state okay you know and so he had this business called be safer in yazoo city Mm -hmm. okay so we're talking about like you know right below the delta yeah and they were and like i said i was very very young so i'm Mm -hmm. telling you what i can remember they were like making building airplane parts or something like that and so my dad was helping to to run this branch of the business and Mm. my mom was working there doing um whatever work as well
0: yeah
1: and That's how we ended up in Mississippi. Okay. So I don't have any extended family, no cousins, aunts, uncles, nothing here. Yeah. It's our immediate family.
0: Okay. Cool, cool. So at one point you left Jackson.
1: Yes. I I left Jackson to go to college in New Orleans. Okay. How did you? At Loyola University.
0: Okay, cool. I went to high school down the street from there. So, how really? Do you, yeah. Where, so you went to Lusher?
1: I mean, well, Fochet?
0: No, I did not go to Four Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't know what
1: I'm about to say, but okay. you know, but you
0: know what? Guess what? My aunt taught at Fochet. Oh wow! So and live the I, tale I, tale. I <laughs> yeah. You know what? It was not probably because she taught there. So, um, guys, Fochet is like one of the largest public. Well, was I'm not sure if it still is. It's not.
1: It's Lusher now. Oh, okay. A, it,
0: it was one of the largest public high schools in New Orleans and probably a little bit notorious, I think. I'm not sure. Well, so she was a she worked there, and I would go there when I was out of school, and I went to teen camp there. So we had a thing called teen camp in New Orleans, and you had to be between the ages of, like, 13 and 19, and it would pay you to go to summer camp. So I went to summer camp there, and I remember one time we had, like, some issues, Some um, my cousin and I – some girls was picking on us, and we told my aunt. Like the whole, I don't know if it's like volleyball team or something showed up.
1: So you're involved in gang violence.
0: Um, I mean by association, it was I didn't initiate it. <laughs> 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 but I know we didn't have any more issues that summer, and I think they might have had issues for the remainder of the time they were at high school. I didn't do anything. <laughs> right. We just made a phone call to my aunt, like, hey, they were messing with us. Oh. So yeah, so I have good memories of Fourche actually. (laughs) Apparently so. So, what made you choose uh, to go to Loyola?
1: Um, I actually never even knew it existed until the second semester of senior year. Yeah, because
0: I'm thinking that, like, of all you know schools out there, yeah.
1: Right, because I'll try to be brief. I know I can be long-winded, but I knew I was interested in mass communications um i was looking at jackson state because i would have gotten a a full ride to jackson state but i want to say the same year that i graduated their mass con department lost their accreditation which they've gotten back yeah but they didn't have it at the time so um we're gonna be about that
0: section that he's talking about jackson state's program losing uh you know so so he won't get jumped or anything i'm just kidding oh no 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 i absolutely love jay state that's what i said it's like it's
1: they have it now you know it was just uh for a short period of time so
0: yeah
1: so so i I didn't go there um i was also not interested in going to mississippi state because both my siblings my two oldest siblings rather went to uh, mississippi state yeah it didn't have the right vibe for me either. Yeah. And so I was still definitely looking at uh, some HBCUs. Mm -hmm. I checked into Clark. I kind of looked at Dillard. But I still hadn't applied anywhere. Yeah. I was
0: supposed to go to Dillard, actually.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I grew up on that campus, so I did not want to go to Dillard.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't – I never officially applied to Mm -hmm. any of those places. I was just just looking into them. And um, I knew I was – kind of leaning more from journalism toward PR Yeah. and crazy story. My mom was in LA visiting Mm -hmm. her sisters and they were at a club somewhere and just some lady they struck up a conversation with, you know, somehow got to the point where, oh yeah, I have a son who's getting ready to graduate college and stuff like that or graduate high school. And uh, she told her that I was interested in communication she was like, oh, well, you know, has he checked into Loyola? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never even heard of it. She was like, well, there's one out here, you know, in, in the L.A. area. And then there's one in Chicago. There's one in near D.C. and then uh, in New Orleans. And she was like, yeah, and they have this great, you know, PR program, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And so I looked into it. Um, I was like, okay, well, I'll just go ahead and apply. Mm-hmm. I applied on, like, a Wednesday I got my acceptance letter that in the mail that Saturday. Wow. And then another letter, like, the following Monday, saying they were giving me, like, half tuition. Wow. And so I was like
0: – Yeah, because it's kind of expensive, I right? it. dumb expensive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, I was like, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's where I went. So yeah. that was actually the only school I applied to. Okay, And, I, and that's cool. definitely what I tell students not to do now.
0: <laughs> really? Well – I guess I don't, I don't think i've ever discussed the way i started jackson state because like i told you yeah. dillard is really where i was supposed to go mm-hmm. um my parents met at dillard my dad worked at dillard specifically so i can go there for free so like he kept that job saying my kids are going to go here and then i was like i don't want to go here so i just mm-hmm. felt like everybody was going to be watching me snitching so i was like i don't really want to go there it. so how i end up going to jackson state is that we came here on a field trip like a couple of months prior to maybe graduation and I just came because I wanted to get out of class so I went with our band um I was on the dance team so I'm like cool we'll check it out and I got here and I was like oh there's some cute guys out here you know met some people from New Orleans so I was like oh I can consider it um so I, uh, I went back and I remember like people telling me like, do not go to Mississippi under any circumstances. (laughs) So it's like, do not go. And I'm like, fine, whatever. So um, my friends were actually starting summer school out here. And I'm like, okay, I'll ride with you guys. And they're like, cool. So when I got here, there's a counselor from New Orleans and he was like, if you want to start Jackson State, I'll do your paperwork. You start tomorrow. And I was like, I'm about to start Jackson State. <laughs> so I went home, I like threw all my stuff in a box, and I was like, I need to ride back to Jackson. And My mom, like, we don't have any, we really didn't have any knowledge of Mississippi or Jackson. Mm-hmm. The most knowledge we have of Mississippi was the coast, because we went there for the beach and the casinos. And, (laughs) yes, we went to casinos growing up, and uh, we knew of Tupelo, Mm. so that was it. So, yeah, so my mom was like, we don't know anything about Mississippi. My dad's saying the same thing, and I was like, listen, these people said they can get me in school. I'm going to go back to Jackson. I was like, "Either you can help me go back, or I can just find a way. And my dad ended up bringing me back. Um, My mom didn't talk to me all summer, but I had to apologize because I needed money, So, yeah, that's how I started Jackson State.
1: She didn't talk to you because you were going to Mississippi? Well, no, the
0: way I told her, imagine, like, your 17-year-old daughter saying, listen, I'm going to school. Either you can help me go or I can go on my own. And I'm, like, 17, and I'm in her house, so that didn't go over well for her. But, yeah, so that's how I started Jackson State. (laughs) Had no knowledge of Jackson State. Had no knowledge of the boom. I would visit New Orleans throughout the summer, and somebody was like, man, y'all know for y'all band, right? I was like, what? (laughs) So I learned about Jackson State as I progressed yeah. through the semesters. So, yeah. Yeah, that's my story. <laughs> so did you um, – so how long were you in New Orleans?
1: Uh, just the four years Okay, of yeah. Just
0: the four years. How how is it going to school in New Orleans? Because I So the reason why I felt like it was a good idea to come out here is because if I went to school in New Orleans, I wouldn't have finished school. I would have failed See, out the first so semester. Funny. so
1: funny because I felt the exact opposite because I was like – if I had gone to JSU, anytime I would go visit my friend, I'm like, these women are absolutely gorgeous. Like, mm-hmm. y'all just go to class with all these all these beautiful black girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I could have handled it. Yeah. And so at Loyola, it was a much smaller, you know, concentration. It was only, honestly only like 12, 15% black. And so yeah. it was a close-knit community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had, you know, home training. So it's like I could go out and have fun and, yeah. you know, control myself. I most definitely.
0: definitely would have been cutting class to hang out in the French Quarters. Definitely. See, and and that's the thing. Definitely. Like,
1: <laughs> Like, the whole Bourbon Street and stuff like that, like, yeah, first semester, freshman year, you know, it's it's all fun and cool. And then after that, it just gets, it's played out. Yeah. Like, and for, for a lot of people. I'm yeah. not going to say for everybody, yeah, but for a lot, because it's like, it was nothing after you know, yeah. one evening to just take the streetcar to Bourbon for a dollar twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, go do whatever and come back. Yeah. But it's only so often that you have to like carry your drunk friends back into the yeah, dorm. So you and, know, like, we don't else, like, we don't do bonus. drunk
0: because you know we've been drinking for a long time out there. So okay, well before right. the drinking age, so we don't do right. drunk.
1: <laughs> and and that's my point. So you have these kids who have been sheltered their entire oh, lives, yeah. and then it's like they get a little bit of freedom. like, Oh, I'm yeah. You don't want to go crazy. Right. And so it's them. Yeah. Not so much the people that grew up there and lived there. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I understand. So we're gonna take a break right here. Hey there, I'm Gamma Ray.
1: And I'm DJ Young Venom.
0: And we are geeked yes. up. up. Our podcast is about black nerdom and everything that entails.
1: Comics, video games, movies, et cetera. We talk about it all. Catch
0: a new episode every Tuesday on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud.
1: And follow us on all social media platforms at Geeked Up.
0: So, I just want to say, uh, I'm friends with your girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> and we was having a conversation while we were taking a break um so yeah she was inviting me to your house parties and i was like i don't know this stranger so mm. you know i am because i am from new orleans and we're mm. very cautious and you know you hear these stories where you go to people's house and like everybody in the house gets killed <laughs> so because of that level of paranoia i don't go to people's houses that i don't know so <laughs> when i met you i was like <laughs> i was like okay i've met you now i can go to your houses your house for your parties, but after that, I've had really good excuses on why I haven't been able to mm. attend. After that, I'm not sure what she said, but whatever she said is not true. You, just
1: said, <laughs> you know, I'm from New Orleans, and we're real cautious. Yeah, this is the same person who could be like on a neutral ground during Mardi Gras, and some stranger hands you a cup full of something, and you that's not drink true. It. That's not true. You gonna drink? It. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs>
0: So yeah, I didn't know you at first, but then like, I'm like, okay, now I know who he is and then who he is to her. Cause see, she, I, I didn't know all this stuff at first. Cause you know. <laughs> why, why, does, why does that
1: matter? I have, because I didn't want to get killed.
0: I didn't want to get killed. It's like, I'm a new mom. I want to finish up my degree. And then it's like, do I really want to die at a house party? <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds like an awesome way to
0: go out if you were to. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I hadn't thought about it, but I just was like, I don't really feel like dying like today. You know? <laughs> and then I had really good excuses after that. So, I think what was the last the last time you had one was like last month, right? hmm And do you remember what I told Your you? Your dog ate it? No, I don't have a dog. Th- <laughs> what did I say? it was a reason what it was Alex yeah <laughs> like like I don't have like a babysitter does anybody want to babysit my kid that's listening <laughs> you, know, you know how
1: many kids are there
0: oh so kids can come you didn't tell me that it's all her Gosh, fault man she didn't tell me that yeah because it's like I don't have a babysitter. Like I don't have like a lot of. I
1: can't wait till till she's old I enough know. to be cognizant that you're pawning all your excuses off, <laughs> on her. <laughs>
0: but now I know, cause see, mm. I thought it was like someone described it as like a cool party with all these creatives and like drinking and drugs. So I didn't whoa, know. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Just kidding, whoa, guys. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, um, let's roll into your career a little mm. bit. Um, Before, I just want you to know that um, I have aspirations to be, like, a bounce rapper. Dope. Yeah, no, just kidding. But I do want you to know that I rap more than presents.
1: You rap more than, more in prisons? Yeah,
0: presents. That's my line. That's my rap line. (laughs) At
1: first I thought you said you rap more in prisons. No,
0: I rap more than presents. I mean, isn't that catchy? Fine. Okay, you can go ahead and go into. Your, so, when did you start? <laughs> you didn't think that was good. Okay. I don't think that was good. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Haters gonna hate. So, <laughs> so when did you like start? Were you like just like freestyling at school or something?
1: <laughs> um, I started writing when I was eleven years old. Okay and so um my brother was rapping at the time as well he was in a group and so you know just wanting to be like your big brother Mm -hmm. you know that's kind of how I got started okay um so even when i would be listening to beat tapes that his friends would make you Mm -hmm. know I would uh just join in and I might say a quick two bars or something like that, just like you, you know, I might just yeah. like jump in there. Let me Yeah, use yeah, these, these yeah. Three so you do like it, you thought about it, stuff. you like it. Right, yeah. And so um <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> Fine. <laughs>
1: but I started doing that and then at the time and uh, I don't even know how many. I don't even know if you know about this because you're yeah, married that long. You ever heard of of Seven All Arts Cafe?
0: I do. Mm-hmm. Hi, I up. used to go there. All right, All right, uh, I, that was like the only place I kind of like. Which liked. location, though? The one that's in Midtown. Which one in Midtown? Which one? It's like on the corner. It's like abandoned when there was now. Rooms.
1: Oh well, then that's not the one. Then. Okay, it's not abandoned.
0: Okay. You yeah. went
1: to Cultural Expressions.
0: No, it wasn't called that. It was called <laughs> Seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That was like where all the naturals were at. It well, was just like all the froze and locks there.
1: At Seven, they used to have uh, different nights. They'd have like right. a poetry night. Yep. And there was a um, like a drum and bass kind of night. But then there was also a lyricist lounge. Okay. And so we would go there and freestyle and it was just like the highlight of my week when yeah. we would get to go.
0: Okay cool cool. So I guess how would you describe your style? Or how would I,
1: I describe my yeah. style?
0: Um, was that a really good question? <laughs> no no it's, it's
1: a good question. It's a question I should be able to answer a lot easier. Okay. Um, It's like someone opened the Ark of the Covenant. Okay. And their face melted.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> okay. Um. So I heard that um. The girlfriend. But I heard that you're also a producer as well. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with a producer dad and in cool. the studio and stuff. So can you talk a little bit about that?
1: About my production. Yeah. So. I started producing out of necessity. Okay. Just because it was harder for me to find original beats. Yeah. You know? And it's like it's you know it's fine to go and download stuff on you know at the time on uh, even before LimeWire I want to say was it Kazaa before LimeWire Yeah I was downloading instrumentals on Kazaa mm-hmm. at first and um, while it was cool I wanted to start rapping over like original production. Mm-hmm. So I had some friends that would do it but I just wasn't able to get beats consistently. Yeah. And so just came from trial and error. One of my uh my my best friend had a computer cuz we never had a, gr- a computer growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he had a computer and he had a cracked version of Fruity Loops at the time. Okay. FL Studio. And so it was like the old, old, old. I don't even know what number they're on right now, but it was the super old version of that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, I guess it wasn't that hard to figure out. And plus, anytime I don't like being defeated by things that aren't living. Yeah. So if it seems like <laughs> I can't figure it out, I will obsess over it and yeah. really stick at it until, you know until I figure it out. So it started from just making my own stuff Mm -hmm. and getting better over the years and becoming more polished.
0: Okay, which one do you like more?
1: Rapping or producing? Yeah. Someone asked me this question uh, earlier today, actually. Mm -hmm. Production is much more fun to me because I'm permanently inspired to... Produce okay, like I always have ideas in my head, and then I sample a lot, so the yeah. possibilities are truly endless. When it comes to that, with writing, I'm not one of those people that can just sit down and write about nothing, yeah. So it's my least favorite part of the process, mm-hmm. but still kind of the most organic,
0: yeah. Do you want me to be a ghostwriter for you?
1: Absolutely, okay, just, just thank kill you. The, I wasn't expecting that. but but i'm sure you've got some stuff in there i'm sure you got some bars thank you but no i i really uh i like to take time in between albums okay and i'm not writing that whole time because i want to live so i have something to write about okay
0: cool yeah
1: more, more content so it doesn't feel forced
0: yeah what do you see your future like as far as a rapper and producer
1: funny you should ask that i see my future even more so in the futures of the younger artists coming up behind me okay okay because um and i was talking with some friends recently about this like anybody i believe any creative in any aspect you know even if it's in food or whatever if you are 30 plus mm-hmm. and you're not pouring back into somebody younger than you, yeah. I feel like it's it's a total waste. Yeah. Because there has to be something that you picked up, something that you could keep them from stumbling over, you know, yeah. in, in their path. And just, you know, being so afraid of your light dimming because yeah. you're helping advance them. So I never, I truly never make decisions just based on like, okay, let me see how this is going to benefit me. It's like, no, okay, if I were to, if this were to happen, then that would help me create opportunities for so and so who I know has that same drive and passion that I did, yeah. and just didn't have anybody there to like put me up on game about it. Yeah. So, so much of the stuff that I do, um, or that I know now, in terms of the music industry, mm-hmm. just came from trial and error. Yeah. Now, one of the biggest influences that I have had, though, came when I was in New Orleans, and mm-hmm. it wasn't from. My school directly. There's a guy named Lavelle Cooper, okay, and um, and his cousin. Uh, well, giving out his government name, UP and Dappa. So I okay. met them when I was a freshman at Loyola, mm-hmm. and exponentially changed my life. Yeah, because Dappa was you know more of an MC. Mm-hmm. UP is more as a fr- more of, uh, the producer. Yeah, but every the program that I use now for music production is Logic. Yeah. And so everything that I know about Logic, it came from them being like, okay, fifth, sit here. Mm-hmm. All right, press that button. Yeah. And this is what this button does. You know, it just gave me the game right yeah. there, you know. And so I was almost like a roadie kind of for them mm-hmm. <clears throat> and picked up so much and then just continued to build on top of that. Yeah. So, um, like, if, you, if you're not doing that for somebody younger yeah. than you, this is really disappointing.
0: Yeah, I agree with that um so i usually like to give advice to the transplants for far as things to do places to go and how to make friends or whatever um do you have some advice for them
1: sure um okay one thing i'll say is jackson is super small yeah <laughs> there's like one degree of separation between you and basically anybody in the city so that has is pros and cons because it can either be really easy or really difficult to get things done for that reason and your reputation really really carries over but i would tell a transplant that there are no real gatekeepers i I don't think there are gatekeepers i think that if you're trying to get something done like i said it sometimes it feels like it's the same circle of people Mm -hmm. who are pretty much doing everything in the city. Like, there are about 50 people who are making everything happen in the city, you know? And so there's a ton of content, there's a ton of programming, Mm -hmm. there's always something going on, Mm -hmm. and if you stay in your house, you're yes, you're going to feel like there's nothing to do in Jackson. Yeah. If you, you know, if... I don't know, I get well, I stopped actually getting into Facebook arguments with people about, you know, there being nothing to do in Jackson. Yeah. It's like, I know we were talking during the break about some of the house parts. Like, yeah. it's the, the most fun things in the world, you know? Yeah,
0: you know so. what? I Sorry to cut you off real quick, but um, I went to my neighbor's house yesterday. They had mm-hmm. like, they were like barbecuing and they had like a, I don't know, like a fire pit or something outside mm-hmm. in their backyard. And we were talking about, um, one of their it seems like all her children are relocating back to Jackson and he was just telling me all the other cities he lived in. I was like, Oh, that sounds cool and he was like, But I was trying really hard to get back here and one of the things he was saying is like a lot of the larger cities he's like, You see how we're getting together like this? He's like, You don't do those in those larger cities. A person like me is like, Well, I don't really <laughs> I don't always need or ever need personal collection like that. But I'm glad I went to it but I'm normally not I Usually do not like going to people's houses or eating their food, but I had a nice time <laughs> getting to know my neighbors. But that's something I won't that's take very it new. Anymore. <laughs> oh, good, thank you. <laughs> but that's something that's very, very, very new because I feel like I have to have a level of trust to go to people's houses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I get that, understand that. I look forward. Now that I know my kids can come, <laughs> she didn't tell me that. So this is all Deonica's fault to be? Sorry, outside. can we beep out her name? Can you, can your name be known? Whoops. This is all her fault. <laughs> she told me it was an exclusive party. I do wear a gown, like all this other stuff. You're so extra. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what, what else you were saying? I like how you said there, were, there are no real gatekeepers here. I like that.
1: Yeah, I, I I definitely don't think that. Um, I think that it's really just based on your imagination yeah. and whatever you whatever you even want to do. Even if you had uh, your own idea for an event, yeah. I just don't think anything is that difficult to uh, to pull off here. Like last night, I was at uh, a listening party for these two young artists, and so it was a listening party. But you know, we kind of uh, shout out to Tabi and shout out to Offbeat um for allowing us to do the event there. It's a young rap group named Lion Talk, um, Mastodon and Young Simba. And so just a gathering of some friends and other people that were just in the area, just sat, listened to the album. We interviewed them about, you know, the project. And I mean it was it was cool, you know? Very laid back, very chill event. And the thing that I love so much about the city, I I never get the impression that People are just putting on, like people are, you know, mm-hmm. like for cloud, cloud chasing. Yeah. I, j- I just don't feel that when I'm in the city. What?
0: I'm just. Dang, are you trying to say it? You Dang, agree? It. You you agree? Cloud chasing. I agree totally. Okay, yeah. okay. It com- it's
1: about offending people that are actually the mover it, movers in the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, c- compared to other places, it's like what what are you capping for like yeah. we all know you like you just don't have to do that here yeah you know what i'm saying um like i said where are some other cities and i'm not even gonna say which ones but it feels like us yeah. it feels like you know there's somebody behind a screen pressing some hmm. buttons and you know what i'm saying yeah and i just don't i, don't, I never feel like that here like okay. you can reach anybody
0: okay hmm, hmm. i don't know But we'll take a break right here.
1: Hey there, good people. This is Thucker Jones, and I wanted to tell you about something really, really, really good that's going on. Are you ready? The Rogus Gent Podcast is back. Every Wednesday, you can get your Rogus Gent fixed with interviews from some of the most interesting people you will ever listen to pop culture hot takes, and wondering just what I'll say next. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. All you have to do is search The Rogus Gent. Follow me on all social media platforms as well at Thucca Jones T-H-E-C-A-J-O-N-E-S.
0: Okay, we're going to wrap up with this episode with the MVP. It's been a while since I had... MVP, so I have to list a bunch of people to make up for it, kind of, so there's like a lot of podcasts out around Jackson right now, and I usually share it if you follow me on Facebook and Twitter, which you should be, Um, but the first one is for Jerry, he has like 22 podcasts, but, uh, so make sure you follow him on unapologetic geek and he's on black excellence and ignorance so i think all of our podcasts like every podcast in jackson i feel like we all drop on tuesday so just be on the lookout for that and also venom and gamma ray they have geeked up and this next podcast is not new but i just started listening to it so it's called a comeback chicks with rita b and miranda so the last episode my friend jessica simeon was on there so make sure you check those podcasts out and you said you want to shout out someone too, right? You want to name your own MVP, kind of.
1: Yeah, um, because as we were talking about the different events that are happening in yeah. Jackson, And if anybody is a is a transplant and trying yeah. to you know go to like a one stop shop to find yeah. out about them, shout out to my my girl Andrea Thomas Yeah. Who has, um the plug.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and she yeah. actually did the logo as well. We won't tell that backstory right now because the person who hooked that up and got rid of me as a client is staring at me right now <laughs> so that's how I end up getting hooked over her and she did my logo she did an awesome job so I love it um, so where can people follow you and keep up with everything you're doing
1: so um, everything is at Fifth Child Music so there's linear marketing okay Just at the number five th child music. Okay. Like I know how to spell.
0: Okay. <laughs> and you guys can follow me at Jackson Transplants on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Do you want to do like in this episode with like a freestyle or something? We can do like a freestyle battle. Okay, bet. No, no, no more about it. Okay, I'll talk to you here later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>